0: Hello everybody. Welcome to another episode of Muha's Moneyline presented by local 219. Um, have a couple of games to recap over the last couple of days in terms of the NBA. We have a couple of series that um, finally got finished over the last two nights. We had the Bucks finishing off the Bulls, taking that series 4-1. We had Boston sweeping the Brooklyn Nets 4-0. We had the 76ers take care of Toronto taking that series four to two. We also had Dallas taking um the Utah Jazz series four to two getting a nice win on the road um, last night. There's still one remaining first round matchup that still needs to be determined. Um, I forgot to mention that the Heat also take took care of the Atlanta Hawks. Um, the one series that's still left is the Memphis Grizzlies versus the Timberwolves it's Pretty much has been a dogfight the entire series. They play tonight at 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Central Time. They have this game as a pretty much deadlock. They have the money line for the Grizzlies at minus 115. And they have the Timberwolves at minus 105 um, for the money line as well. Timberwolves are going to be at home tonight. The Grizzlies currently lead that series 3-2, so they just need to get one more win to hold off on that series. I just want to make a note that the Grizzlies do have home court advantage. So if this game or this series goes down to seven games, that the Grizzlies will be the home team in that seventh game. I truthfully don't see the Grizzlies losing tonight. The reason being is the Timberwolves have had an opportunity to really take control of this series. They should realistically probably be up 3-1 if they could... Of just close out these games that they were leading late in the fourth quarter Um, the previous game John Morant went absolutely crazy nearly was one rebound away from having another triple-double this series I think he shot nine from 22 from the field had 32 points 10 assists and nine rebounds and then also scored 13 of the last um, Grizzlies points to take the lead in the fourth quarter in that game and had an absolutely crazy dunk in that game that pretty much just set uh, the Grizzlies on track to win that game. I just think the Grizzlies are carrying a ton of momentum into this matchup. So I'm going to take the Grizzlies' money line with that bet at minus. Actually, um, I retract that. I'm going to take the Grizzlies' minus one just because it's a little bit better odds. $20 bet will pay $18.18 dollars 18 For the Grizzlies, minus one away at home to close up the series. Um, With some of these um, upcoming matchups, the next matchups are not going to be until Saturday or Sunday. It looks like for Sunday, we have one game, which is going to be the Milwaukee Bucks and the Boston Celtics. That series is going to be extremely interesting. That series I could definitely see going six to seven games easily. I actually looked at the future bets on who um, Vegas has as the favorite to win that series. And surprisingly, the Boston Celtics are minus 210 favorites um, to win that series. I'm curious what that number would be like if Middleton was healthy and how much of a factor that went into um, making these lines. So right now, the Boston Celtics are at minus 210 and the Bucks are at plus 175 to win that series. Um, Some of the other future bets for these series, the Miami Heat are minus 165 compared to the 76ers at plus 135 for that matchup. And then we also have the Phoenix Suns at minus 300 compared to the uh, Mavericks who are at plus 230 to win the series. I really like the value of the Miami Heat at minus 165. I think by far they're the best team in the East. They're probably the deepest team in the entire league, maybe outside of the Grizzlies and Suns who are really deep. But I just think the Heat have a lot more explosive players compared to anybody else in the league. So them being at minus 165 is... A pretty good value to win the series. I don't think they're going to single-handedly just destroy the 76ers. Embiid's definitely going to cause some problems, but at least they have some guys that could guard and bead, at least slow him down. Bam Adebayo is a really athletic big. I'm not saying he's going to lock Embiid down, but at least they have somebody formidable that could at least get matched up on Embiid. Embiid's going to score his 25 to 30 points no matter what each game of the series. It's just a matter of... What is James Harden going to do, who's just been a shell of himself the entire year, and how much support Embiid's going to get? Because regardless if Jimmy Byler has a 20-point game, a 30-point game, the rest of the surrounding cast really determines the Heat's success. They have a ton of great shooters with Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. And it just that, that team doesn't just solely rely on on Jimmy Butler to drive that team to success, while the 76ers rely mostly on Embiid to carry them. Um, with all that being said, I think one of a sneaky future bet play, which typically is not my style of betting, but I'm going to parlay the Miami Heat minus 165 plus the Suns minus 300 to take the series. That gives you plus 114 odds. So an example would be $20 bet pays out $42.00. 82 cents. I really just think the Heat have this series locked up, as I mentioned before. And then I'll talk a little bit about the Suns versus the Dallas Mavericks. The Dallas Mavericks have really impressed me with this first round um, win over the Jazz. I think the Jazz are going to completely blow up their team now, probably trade Gobert, um, probably Bangdanovich, and just surround Donovan Mitchell with. Um, a new surrounding cast because, frankly, they've had three or four chances to make some noise in the playoffs, and they just have crumbled at any shot of playoff success. Going into this matchup, I really see Dallas giving the Phoenix Suns a lot of challenges. However, the Phoenix Suns did just get Devin Booker back. They don't play until Monday, so I know Booker played... Um, this previous game, I'm not sure how many minutes he logged. I'll have to take a look at that. But they don't play until Sunday, so that can, or Monday, I apologize. And that gives Devin Booker a couple extra days to get that hamstring underneath them. Overall, the Suns have been the best team in the entire league from start to finish. They have had a lot of success in terms of riding the wave of having people go out because of injury and being able to succeed while pe- people have been out. They are healthy for the time being out for Monday, so I just don't see a scenario where Dallas has enough pieces to be able to beat the Suns in the seven-game series. I could definitely see a situation where Dallas wins, um, let's say maybe two games I would say I would give Dallas. But overall, I'm really confident in the Miami Heat and Suns taking both of those series. Again, plus 114 odds for those parlayed together. That does it for the NBA side of things, um, for the matchups that I have in front of me right now. Um, I'm going to shift gears a little bit and go over to the NFL, oddly enough. I'm going to give a big shout-out to my boy, Mouse. He has a pretty sneaky play that I actually like a lot. Um, If you go into DraftKings, go over to the NFL tab, Team Draft Specials, and then hover over to the NFC North there is a Chicago Bears draft special. So what this is is choosing the exact position of the first drafted player for the Bears. And I think all Bears Nation, they we know that they need wide receiver help and they need offensive line help desperately. I think it really depends who is left on the board to determine whether they go wide receiver or offensive lineman first. However, I'm thinking they go wide receiver. A ton of wide receivers have gone off the board already with the first round, so I think they're going to want to establish that position. We have Darnell Mooney, but I don't know if I'd view Darnell Mooney as a 1A type of wide receiver. I could definitely see him being like a 1B. Um, but I just, if Darnell Mooney's our main wide receiver, our main weapon on offense, I just don't see how that's sustainable for success throughout the entire year. For the NFL, so for wide receiver being the first position drafted for the Bears, you're looking at plus 175 odds. A twenty dollar bet pays out 55 bucks. And then if you want to go on the offensive line side of things at plus 350, a twenty dollar bet will pay out ninety dollars. So either way, I think it's safe to say that if you go with either position, you could even bet both of these, and with one of the other hit, you still come out positive on a twenty dollar bet obviously you'll hit a little bit better on the offensive lineman bet at plus 350 but again i don't think there's you could go either other way bet the same amount and still come out a winner as long as the bears of course draft a wide receiver or offensive lineman which i think is very likely for this draft that does it for today's episode i am hoping to get some correspondence back next week everyone's kind of been busy when i've sent out the message to record the podcast. So hopefully we could get some more hockey plays coming up with Torres, some baseball insights uh, from some of the baseball guys. I'm going to have to start diving into baseball a little bit, um, kind of look into things on terms of betting strategies for baseball because, frankly, I just never have dove into baseball. Um, but with the NBA season coming to a close and the NFL season still um, a ways away, I'm going to have no choice but to start betting on baseball if we want to keep um, – my betting habits in check i guess or keep my betting fix in line so i'm going to start getting some baseball knowledge start seeing some trends on how to go about baseball betting and hopefully start implementing that from my side of things again hopefully we could have some more correspondence and in the meantime we appreciate you listening on local 219's networks and i hope you have a great weekend thank you very much